What's up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Bird, the podcasting coach here, helping people to launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts. And one of the paths to ditching your job is SaaS, which stands for Software as a Service. We have a guest who went from being a waiter to leveraging this opportunity to start multiple profitable businesses. Uh, in addition to that, today's guest served three years at the IDF as a tank commander and now owns a seven-figure e-commerce business. He is a Shopify app freak who has spent more than three years in the Shopify ecosystem. This has helped him co-found Reconvert and EasyCall.io, two companies where he is also the CEO. So our guest who joins us for this episode of Ditch the Job is none other than Eric Heim. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, it's quite an introduction there. It sounds way more impressive, way more impressive than it actually is, I must say. <laughs> well, Eric, I mean, it's definitely a pleasure to have you on the show. And I do feel like a lot of people would love to have that seven-figure company to uh, be able to start multiple businesses, have that freedom, being able to ditch their jobs. So I'm wondering if we could just start this all off with sharing how you got into SaaS because uh, first I feel like people got to figure out what that thing even means, like software as a service, but, and then how did you get into it? All right. So basically when we just started, I think I, I got first into e-commerce back in 2014 or 15. Uh, me and my previous partner, we launched a dropshipping store. I'm guessing this is something your audience is probably familiar with uh, and why we're or another, we launched a Shopify store, dropshipping products from um, China to the US and the rest of the world. Uh, and we, the store with time got pretty big uh, and we sold really lots of products in a very short amount of time, uh, but it was a lot of headaches and the profits margins were pretty low. Uh, so eventually I decided to just ditch this entire dropshipping uh, business and just, um, invest more of my time into software. Uh, as you mentioned, software as a service, because I, I was already familiar with uh, e-commerce and ex I knew exactly what um, merchants are looking for. So I decided to have them as my customers uh, to find the solution I knew they're missing in their stores to make it better. Um, and this way you can get them to pay you uh, on a monthly basis, as long as you're providing a real value and, and you know creating good products to the market. And that is a really interesting point uh, because they're like drop shipping is definitely something that's very popular and you compare it to uh, gold in a sense, like the gold rush. And one of the sayings there was, it's not the people who are picking up the gold that are making money. It's the people given all the buckets that are making money. So sometimes you create some kind of software that is the bucket that uh, everyone's going to buy if they want their gold in that gold rush era. So uh, with the software, I feel like a lot of people think like a ton of coding, uh, because I very, very briefly did coding and it was a lot. And I'm wondering, do you like do the coding yourself? Do you just say, here's my idea and you, uh, bring someone on your team? How does that bring you to life work? All right. So I, myself, I'm not a developer. I really don't know how to look at code. I don't know how to feel code or how to even understand it. It sounds, it looks like Chinese to me. Um, what I did is first of all, find a partner that even if he's not a developer, just know 
the technical stuff, know how to look at it, how to read it, and maybe analyze it a little bit. You don't have to be a professional coder in order to build an app. Uh, what we did is just uh, outsource the development uh, in cheaper countries, you know, like uh, Ukraine or uh, India. The workforce there is much cheaper, and you can find high-quality workers for um, much cheaper than, uh, let's say, uh, Europe or uh, or America. Um, so that's what we did at the beginning. That's actually what we're still doing. But the most important thing for you as a business owner is, first of all, to find the right idea. You need to, to find a real pain point. Uh, and you can do that through talking to your customers uh, or even better if you had your own business or your own industry you're already familiar with. You're probably already aware of multiple issues in that field. Uh, and then you need to create just a basic specification. Just create a, like a big document explaining exactly what you want to do, uh, how you want it to look like, what each button is supposed to do, if you open it, if you open it and something else happens. So just try to analyze as much as you can. Bring it to the developer. Uh, find him. You can find developers on Upwork, Fiverr, I don't know, uh, online jobs, wherever you... There's plenty of places to find the developers today. And then you can start uh, negotiating the price and you can run from there. And I mean, I, I love this idea of uh, delegating. It's definitely something I have done if I was in the creation of, you know, doing SAAS. And I mean, it is something I could do in the future. But if I ever start on that path, delegation is going to be uh, how I do that. And it's one thing to have the software. It's another thing to have profitable software. So can you share with us how you make a piece of software or this product profitable and being able to scale it up? Yeah, so there are a lot of questions here, a lot of things you need to take in consideration. Um, I think the first thing you need to do is find a product that is actually sustainable in terms of retention. Uh, so with every software, you're going to have customers who are registering to the uh, software and then after a month, after two months, after five months, uh, no matter how long it is for your software, they're going to just leave it and either going to uh, a competitor or just, I don't know, leave you for whatever reason. So you want to find a solution that uh, can retain customer for the longest. So the way we do this, uh, for example, in reconvert is we actually display the ROI on the app. So for example, we can show them, hey, you spent $100 this month and the app made you uh, $3,000 uh, in revenue. So that's like 3,000% ROI. And when you see those numbers, as, as an entrepreneur, it's easier for you to stay because, again, it's just what you get uh, and for what you pay. So if you keep this number positive, positive that's um, a good start. And then you also need to figure out a way to market your app. And this is maybe a different question or a different uh, topic, but I think with pricing, with you also want to make it very easy for people to come into your app. Um, so if you can al allow yourself to have a free tier or a free trial period where um, users can actually try it and figure out if it works for them or not, that's a great, great option to you know make it easier for people to get in and actually explore the product for themselves. And I mean, I, I love that showing the ROI. Obviously, that's not possible for each software because uh, each software is different. But being able to show them numbers, like being able to show them concrete proof that the software is working and being able to get people in, even if the initial people go in for free or at a significant discount just to 
get momentum, just to get case studies, just to build up from where you are is a really great approach. And I'm wondering, what was the time that you realized that this was going to be something that could really become a seven-figure enterprise? Because I know you start, you mentioned, like I mentioned earlier, you were a waiter at the beginning, then you went to multiple profitable businesses. So when did you really see this was taking off? Um, so again, because this was a pain point I already knew exists. I knew we can make it better. Uh, so I, right from the beginning, I, I thought it's going to be profitable, but I didn't imagine how big it can get that fast. Uh, right after we launched, Shopify uh, featured our app. Sorry. So right after we launched, uh, Shopify featured our uh, app on the homepage of the Shopify App Store. And we got, I think, 700 installs uh, from the first week of being live. But it's not always the case with all the rest of the product. Some products is going to take uh, a longer time to get to a product market fit. So you do need to believe in your product and keep, you know, tweaking it to find where are the uh, places during your funnel that customers drop out and leave the product. You need to understand why, and then you need to understand how to fix that. Obviously, if you're running for a year and nothing works, um, maybe you need to reconsider the idea or maybe pivot a little bit, but, with most ideas, you can get profitable pretty easily. It's not that hard uh, because especially in places like Shopify or other marketplaces, I don't know, WooCommerce, Magento, I'm, I'm speaking just about e-commerce right now because that's what I'm, I'm, um, I'm more experienced with. Uh, usually you're gonna get a lot of organic traffic. So either way, probably your revenue is gonna um, increase month over month. Uh, and you only pay for development once. So eventually it's going to return the investment and from there it's like an asset you have online and you can later on sell it for pretty big, uh, I don't know the word for it, but pretty big number of months of income. So that's, that's great. And I mean, just thinking about the potential of the software service and um, I mean, when you do see that it is working, I mean, it just gets exciting. You just want to continue to grow it. And I know using affiliates is a really great way to do that. But uh, I feel like a lot of people could think about marketing and how do I get more uh, clients, members, customers. But Eric mentions a really great point. Look at your funnel because there could be one part of your funnel that is slowing you down. Uh, it may not even be worth it after a year if the funnel is just not converting, if nothing is working. So sometimes you have to make that hard decision and say, you know, this isn't working for me. So I'm wondering if you've ever had to come across that decision yourself for one of your projects and any thoughts on that for people who may come across that path at some point. Um, yeah, of course. It happened uh, more so in the beginning when you're still at the beginning, it feels like a fog. You don't really know. Uh, you can't see whatever is in front of you or behind you, you're just trying to um, find your way. Uh, so when we just launched our first e-commerce store, I think for a year and a half, we didn't make any money. We did make some sales, but we never got to make it profitable. Uh, and it was very, very painful. Uh, and only after a year, uh, I spoke to my former partner and I told him, listen, uh, I'm pretty sure if we just tweak some of the things we're doing if we probably back in the day we used to do uh, google shopping um google shopping ads and that's how we got most of our sales uh, we decided to switch it up 
uh, to do Facebook ads instead and using the audiences we already have on Facebook build through the pixel uh, from the traffic we got uh, from Google Shopping. And since that day, it worked like magic. We just needed to figure out what's not working. Uh, we just didn't have enough traffic from Google Shopping in the niche we used to sell. We used to sell uh, boxing and MMA equipment. We didn't have enough traffic on uh, Google. So once we switched it up to Facebook with our existing audience, things started exploding. Um, and eventually the older store just, we closed it and, and kept moving with the new store. Um, so yeah, it definitely happens. Uh, and it's okay when it happens. It's okay to lose money in the beginning. Uh, you just need to believe in yourself and keep going because eventually once something, you only need one out of 10 things to work. And this one thing can, you know, get you back all the money you lost and much more in just like a month. I'm, I'm thinking about all the money back in the day. It felt like the end of the world when I, I, I felt like I, I lost so much. And now when I look at it these days, you know, in three days of basically doing not much, you can get all of it back and, and more. So you just need to believe in yourself and know that down the road, one success equals 10 failures and more. So that's fine. And I, I love that mentality. And um, one of the things that's interesting is because, you know, people, part of ditching the job is saving up enough money to get out of the job. And I get the idea of investing in ads or investing in a software that you're going to create because you got to delegate and market and things like that. So how do you determine, uh, because you definitely you usually start off at losses, whether it's ads or whatever, but how do you determine how much money spent is appropriate? Uh, like, is there a cap to how much you'd be like, okay, like I'm fine with losing this much money or it's like at this number I'm done. Like, do you ever have something like that kind of number? So for us, I think we never had a, uh, an exact number what we used to tell to ourselves like the, the the reason behind what we did is buying data so if you for example investing in ads you're buying data you're making your pixel more mature or your I don't know uh, a remarketing pixel more mature or, or whatever but eventually if you're buying data your next month should be better than the one before that uh, and whenever that not the case anymore let's say you maxed up, maxed out on your data and results are not getting any better, maybe that's time to figure out a different way to go to. Um, yeah, because obviously for the next, for the first few months, you're gonna be, you're gonna lose some money. Uh, after a while, just results should get better because your pixels getting better. And the, the, um, you're also building lists, like email lists, uh, push notifications, subscribers, uh, SMS subscribers, messenger bot subscribers, all of those uh, over time can start generating uh, some income for you, but um, you need to pay for them first. But again, if you're not seeing an improvement uh, in your overall profits after, or, or improvement in your losses uh, after a few months, maybe you're doing something wrong and you need to look at it again, maybe switch it up a little bit. And I really like the message that uh, Eric is sharing because uh, what's happening is each month you get data. So you're supposed to do better the following month if you're playing with the same data. So you like looking into an ad to see what went right, what went wrong, uh, looking into sales, looking into people going through your funnel conversion rates what went right, what went wrong, and being able to change those. So 
month after month, you are supposed to be getting better if you are just using the same data and actually going through uh, the data, through the ads, through the funnels to get that better picture of what you need to be doing. So uh, Eric, I definitely appreciate you for taking the time to share all of your great insights with our listeners, for people who want to continue following you on your journey. Where are some good places for us to go? Uh, so first of all, uh, you can always, if you have a Shopify store, definitely check it out. Uh, reconvert on the Shopify app store. Uh, you can always visit our website, stealyourapps.info. That's where you can find out uh, information of all of our apps. We also have a new, uh, few new products, as you mentioned at the beginning, uh, easycall.io, which is a great fit for every business. Uh, and you can find out uh, us on YouTube, we have um, um, a, a channel called Steal Your Apps. And yeah, we also have a Facebook group with over, I think, a thousand merchants uh, called Easy Tricks by Reconvert. You can check it out as well. Eric, thank you for sharing with us all those resources. We'll link those in the show notes. Once again, thank you so much for coming on Ditch the Job. It was such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for having me. I had a great time and really appreciate it a lot.